Sentire Media. Ciao a tutti and welcome to Venice Talks, a podcast series about Venice in Italy. My name is Monica Cesarato and I am a Venetian food and travel blogger. I'm going to put my insider knowledge at your disposal to help you discover Venice at 360 degrees. Each week I will be chatting to the people who really matter, the Venetian. So follow me on the discovery of his artisans, writers, fashion designers, artists, glassmakers, bloggers and much, much more. Come to visit Venice the right and sustainable way. You can find me on my blog www.monicacesarato.com and also on all social media. Enjoy the episode! Welcome to Venice Talks, episode number 45. Hi everybody and welcome back to Venice Talks. Today my special guest is Cristina Capellari from Studio Saor and I'm gonna dive straight away and say hi to her. Hello Cristina, how are you? Hi Monica, very good and thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Right, first of all, let's explain uh, what is Studio Saor? Because the name is uh, very interesting, but I it's totally different from what people might think. Yes, sure. So for sure, everybody thinks it's something related to food or, or Venetian food, but actually it's not at all like that. So Studio Saor, what its tagline, it's illustrated architecture. So this is the two words we use to explain our studio and our project so mm -hmm. starting from basis we are two architects so i'm the co-founder christina with ferruccio costantini mm -hmm. we are two architects based in venice of uh -huh. course and we started here in venice now a few years ago <laughs> it's mm -hmm. sometimes past our studying period and at iuav university of architecture are you, in venice, are, and... are you both from venice or are you from outside of venice no. No, I am from Bassano del Grappa, so from not okay. that far away from here. And Ferruccio, my business partner, is from Mogliano Veneto, but ah. actually his blood is Venetian since his ah. father, his grandpa. Okay, okay. So you're, you're Veneto people, you're Veneto people. Okay, that's fine. Yes, so <laughs> in the same region, actually. Mm -hmm. And then for me, I've been in Venice. So I came here to study architecture. And so I've been here since 2005. So... I guess half of my life in Bassano del Grappa and half of my life in Venice. So I can call myself a Venetian a little oh, bit. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, 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 so, yeah, definitely. And so everything was born here in Venice after actually during our studying. Mm -hmm. And this thing, it, I can tell you the story about it, of how it started. So... Yeah, uh, one second, Christian. Do me, a do me a favor because yeah. I know you're talking through the telephone. Uh, don't move too much because every time you move, the yes. sound disappears. <laughs> That's why. Yes. Okay. So go ahead with the story because I'm I'm, I'm quite sure it's very interesting. Go on. So everything was born while we were studying architecture, just kind of at the end of our path. So mm -hmm. at the last few years at the master, we were studying architecture and the master program was also a little bit about urbanism and city planning. So that's our background. Mm -hmm. and but, but for Venice, is one, of, is one of the most interesting things to do. I mean, the or urban, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> city as an urban, you know, plan is uh, the most amazing, I think, in the world, isn't it? 
to study. And yes, and I think Venice was such an inspiration for us. And living in here while we started that, like subjects, it was great mm -hmm. to learn it through living in the city and like observing the city, which is actually the base of our project now. So everything mm -hmm. started from looking around and using our background and our studies to then find ourselves in like a project about the city and its analysis and mm -hmm. its observations. Mm -hmm. So we met at university and we just found that we were both really passionate about representing architecture. So like drawings, maps, we were really passionate about all maps and something like that. So we just started thinking about doing some new representations of the city and the first thing we did since we wanted to do something different than that stuff that was already around mm -hmm. we thought about representing um something not that known about the city so mm -hmm. it's lagoon and we started with our first project which was it's called other Venetian Lagoon Islands, and mm -hmm. it's a set of maps of the less known islands of the Venetian Lagoon, since we thought, of course, everybody knows Venice, but maybe not that much people know about its lagoon, which is rich uh -huh. and full of history. Of course. Other... I'm, I'm writing a book about that, actually, on the islands of Venice, so uh, you're totally in line with my ideas. Yes, and it's we also love the idea of like not giving obvious information mm -hmm. about the city it's also the main point of interest i think of our project so like we talk about venice we draw venice we study venice but we want to know more about what's what is less known and because the city is rich of mm -hmm. architecture of history of representations and also in the situation we find ourselves in right now so mass tourism and lots of yeah. people every day what we love is to give make people understand that it's it's not just going through San Marco and Rialto and yeah, taking that, a picture yeah what, what we keep home. saying you know it's so much more uh, deep uh, you know the, the, yeah. what Venice is yeah yeah of course so I think everything started like that so giving a different view on the city and then we started doing these maps and then we were like okay we love paper, we love printing printed matters. Mm -hmm. And so with our first drawings, we just decided to start working with paper and, and posters. That was the first output, mm -hmm. just because we love also the idea of the old paper, touching mm -hmm. paper, folding paper, working with that. And it's one of our passions since we were young. And, so... and, and, and only that, uh, paper for Venice was so important, you know, with printing and everything. It's sure. one of the main, uh, you know, it was one of the main crafts in the city. So, yes, yeah. And it's also yeah, a good way to connect with the history of the city. Mm -hmm. And also it's to give something different. And of course, uh, after this like first project we did, then we started thinking, okay, we really love doing this. Of course, just to um, make you understand more about our story, this for the first time, first years, actually a few years, this was a side project for us. So we mm -hmm. were finishing our studies. We were started working in architecture studio. Mm -hmm. Our background with that is worked as a communication manager for an architecture firm for a few years, because since I was 
was studying, I just understood that maybe being an actual architect was on my path. <laughs> so I concentrated more in communication and graphic design, which is actually now it's my job. And Ferruccio, my business partner, he was actually working as an architect. So mm-hmm. we had our full-time job. And during our free time, we just illustrated and started mm-hmm. working on our little side project that after years and lots of patience, it grew and now it became what it is today. Yeah. So when and did you actually, when did you open so the shop? The shop was, uh, it's a little bit more than two years. So we ah. opened it on July 2nd, 2021. Oh my God, in the middle of pandemic. Oh, you're so brave. Well done. Just after, just after. Yes. Yeah. I, I, we were amazing. tired. Of... Isn't it amazing how many you young? Because obviously you're both young, I assume. I mean, from the way you talk, you sound like kind you're of. very young. You're, <laughs> you know, you're quite young compared to me that I'm old. Um, but it's, I'm always so happy uh, when I hear these stories like you and what happened, like yours, uh, what happened <coughs> during the pandemic, so many of you young people decided to do something for Venice that wasn't just, uh, you know, the usual, uh, oh, let's talk about it, but you actually went ahead and uh, start uh, businesses, whatever it was, pe- you know, people involved with food, people involved like you, architecture and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, creating uh, uh, art and so on. It's, it's uh, clothing. I mean, it's amazing uh, the amount of new uh, crafts and uh, shops and little shops like little bottega you know the real bottega that have born in venice during the pandemic and uh, how little people are talking about this and this is the you know you are the kind of people that the city should concentrate and talk about uh, i think because you are the new lymph of a city you know you're the young people that you know pretty soon we're gonna disappear and you're gonna be taking over Yeah, thank you for let us sharing our story. And yes, it's such a, I think the pandemic time gave us, us and also other people gave us a push to like mm. be more like courageous or yeah. to just like try and do it because we were thinking actually about opening a shop and making this our job the years before. Thank God we didn't do it in 2019 or the beginning oh, of yeah, of course. Yeah, it was luck, but we yeah. were thinking about it. But of course, if you think about Venice, sometimes just even the rent prices can be oh, really yeah. overwhelming, and you can of be course. really afraid of like taking that big step of like, of course, of course. But I think after like one year of isolating and just like rethinking about all your life, actually, or like what is interesting in your job and what you do. So I think it gave us a push. And it's also so great to see that there's lots of other people doing that because the city really needs it, I think. Yeah, you know, it's like what, what should go with this also is the opportunity for young people, uh, people in general, to come and live back in the city. So mm-hmm. housing, because uh, uh, I don't know if you two actually live right now in Venice or not, but if you don't, uh, I know it's complicated, uh, you know, commuting every day, so... Uh, and as you say, the rental of uh, of the stores itself is uh, they are way above what any other city in Italy usually uh, they are. Um, what you actually so you were you gave us uh, an idea what you actually how you, uh, the company was born and everything. So what do you actually produce? Because I had a look through your website and I was very impressed. But obviously I had visually, so I need you to tell you know 
on an audio explain what to people if they walk into your shop what do they find so what I could I could use a few words to like easy in an easy way to explain what we do. I think we do some kind of unusual and contemporary souvenirs. Okay. And that's what we thought when we started like thinking about selling our illustrations, selling our products. We had the design and then we were like, what the output for our design and illustration should be. And starting to look around the city, of course, Venice has lots of souvenirs around but most of them are like kitschy old yep. school um, and made in china and made in china of course <laughs> made in venice of course there was like artisanal traditions and stuff but the main thing you see right now in the city is like kitschy souvenirs and we thought why don't we do our own version of that using architecture illustrations which is the base of all our project and do souvenirs and so our products are made printed matters so mm -hmm. it's books it's little notebooks like pocket little things that you can bring home mm -hmm. like you know easy postcards uh prints and tote bags we do also printed like now we started working with paper models which is super fun mm -hmm. and so it's always something um around paper and architecture mm -hmm. illustration sometimes it's a bit hard to explain without visuals yes but so i will tell if it's a little bit easy to like go and have a look but oh, yeah, from what course. can i explain it's the elements of the cities so i don't know churches of the city uh palaces of, of the grand canal uh, mm -hmm. the boats of the cities all the elements that architectural mostly elements of the city that make it up drawn in an architectural perspective and in an architectural way of illustrating. So normally like a plan view, a mm -hmm. facade view, like this in a kind of a technical way, but also with pops of colors. I think mm -hmm. colors are something that can define our style. And, and not only, okay, mm -hmm. and you, you, you take it from uh, a joke word, the pool of Venice, <laughs> that when it comes down yes. to colors every day, no, every day, every hour, the colors in the city are totally different. They're so unique of the city of Venice because of the water of the canal is so different than any other city in the, you know, every other part in the world. The stuccos on the buildings are so particular of Venice. So mm -hmm. it must be, I mean, you, you can probably do of the same kind, of the same, uh, I don't know, the same facade, of the same uh, monument. You can do so many different versions of it because of the colors that can be totally different. And, and you got so many also styles in Venice of architecture. That must drive you crazy because you got so many, I mean, I layers. Really, I think it's inspiring, actually. Lots of people mm -hmm. sometimes ask us, like, where did you get that? this like colors palette or, or this style and I just say it's it came spontaneously I think from mm -hmm. our walks around the city, from our living in the city for such a long time I think it went inside our eyes and our brain and then we it came out but spontaneously mm -hmm. so it was super inspiring just to be able to live here and look at the city mm -hmm. change its sides change and uh, every what day about, and what, the water what, of course it's a uh, 
Christina, what about Rich. the name? How come you chose Saur? Because obviously I'm a cook, uh, you know, is my is my uh, element. <laughs> so when, when I first saw your name, I, I thought yes. exactly the same thing. You know, do they do cooking lessons as well <laughs> or something like that? So <laughs> how come Saur? So we wanted something that sound Venetian, so mm -hmm. connected to the city and something that like could res resonate easy, not, like sound easy also from somebody, somebody that's not Italian. Mm -hmm. Well, well I, I can see you work in communication and you're young because that's a good thing that you thought like that. This is your generation. Yeah. Don't, don't reason on this. Well done. And also because looking around of what's already going on in Venice, lots of brands or activities are always going around the name Venice. And we didn't want to put Venice in the mm -hmm. name, but something that may be reminding of it. And we love Saur. I can also explain what Saur is. For oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's okay. You go ahead. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Not lots of people know about it. So... And you can correct me if I say yeah. something wrong. I hope not. So it's a traditional Venetian recipe that um, involves fish or vegetables, but the main part is the seasoning of it. So using caramelized onions and raisins and pineapples. Uh, and vinegar. To put on top. And vinegar. And vinegar. That's the most important part. Yeah, that's the most important part. Yep. And the thing is, uh, it was used used to like preserve the food so mm -hmm. the longer this like um how do you say seasoning stays on the food the mm -hmm. tastier the food gets yeah and it can be preserved for a long time and the thing we loved is this thing you disappeared sorry with time for, a mo for a moment you yeah. disappeared uh if you can re re say again the last minute yes so I think the most interesting part about Saor, it's the timing. Yeah. So the fact that, and the, the taste. So that's a, the longest the ingredients stay together, the tastier the food gets. So mm -hmm. I think that that's why we decided to use this name. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. Patience and time, things get more tasteful. Okay, um, another question. So people can just walk in, obviously, in your shop, and you're going to tell me the times and everything later on. But mm -hmm. if somebody walks in and uh, orders you something personalized, can they do it? Yes. Um, normally, yes. We also work, like, on commission. So we okay. have our works in the, in the shop, which is, like, product we already design and they're always like evolving and changing but we also work on commission so if somebody wants like we worked with like private mm -hmm. we just wanted like a custom illustration sometimes with institutions so maybe working with like maps also which is one of our passions we also nice. designed a map of venice from that one it's also a good base to start with with we had one of the most interesting collaborations we had in the last few years was with Institut Francais of, of uh, Florence. Uh -huh. They came to know about our article and they were just like thinking about doing a set of maps of different cities in which they were working with and we collaborated 
collaborated with them to do like a really interesting project also with students about drawing maps of other cities not about just about venice mm -hmm. and it was a good and interesting commission we received by cool. a client nice to do this kind of it's interesting because again you're back to one of the things that venice was famous for and it's cartography isn't it inc incredible how yes. you know 1600 years have passed and we're back <laughs> back there um you know with artisans because you really are you are artisans i mean i know you're architects but uh, lo and behold you are crafting you're crafts craft people are you yes so and uh you know and, and also uh, with yeah go on sorry I'm sorry, just because also like we've been always passionate about mappings and I think the city of Venice, but also like for me, it's it's something interesting in the traveling experience, like having a map on your hands while, mm. while you travel around, you get to know a city is super important because it makes you like get inside it actually yes. and understanding how it works, it shapes its main locations and it's like I think it's so useful, especially right now where we use Google, Google Maps, Maps, which is just like giving us a straight street yeah. Yeah. To, to follow. Yeah. Analyzing the shape, it's super interesting. I, I totally agree with you about Google Maps. It's good to get you from A to B if you don't know where you're getting fast, but uh, you lose the sense of uh, direction. You lose the sense of where uh, or taking point of references as you're going along. Uh, and Venice is a city that, uh, okay, we all know it's so easy to get lost if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not <laughs> used to go around it because of the way Venice is built. But I think nowadays is even worse because people just rely so uh, uniquely on uh, Google Maps and, uh, and they just listen. They don't look where they're going. Mm -hmm. uh, and they don't pinpoint point of references you know i mean i know i know in badness it's not easy because if you say oh go by the churches you know there's more than 100 churches so it's not easy to <laughs> just one point of reference but let's say um i think uh, you, you i totally agree with you a, a paper map is so much difference it, it gives you as you were saying a whole sense of how big a city is of the areas of the city or where you are in respect to mm -hmm. other areas, Google Map doesn't give you that. So I totally, I love what uh, what you're doing. Um, so how, uh, what was I going to ask you? Yes, how hard was it, uh, right at the beginning, to set up shop? Because I know it's not an easy thing to do, uh, in you know, in a city like Venice. How hard was it to find the location and you know to find the right location as well? So uh, it took lots of time i think so we were actually before having our shop we had during the years before so we actually started the project around 2014 or 15. oh okay like it's a long starting time. to okay. do the illustrations so it, it's a long time the shop is two years but the project is a little bit longer mm -hmm. and i think starting from 2016 we just like open ourselves to public like working on maybe with markets or little fairs and something like this try mm -hmm. to propose the products to the uh, you gone again time until uh, you went you went again christina oh, i'm sorry about seven. that no I... don't worry don't worry uh, we know venice is a wi-fi nightmare for everybody so don't worry uh you stop i lost you when you said you were yes. doing the fairs yes so we used 
um, fairs and market to try and show our product and see if it was actually sellable or like interesting to people. Also because from the first products we did, we also thought it was a niche product because of course mm -hmm. architecture illustration may be not understandable to everyone. So mm -hmm. in the years between 2016 and 2021, when we opened the shop, we had, um, we worked with lots of resellers around the city. So okay. actually we cast the product in like museum bookshops, bookstores okay. that were really open to like help us promote mm -hmm. the thing. We had a collaboration that's still going on with Fondaco dei Tedeschi. Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. we cast okay. the product first. And when we understood it was actually working, we thought, Maybe we could have our own little house where to mm -hmm. like have people over explain the products and everything. So we started looking and also because we were, you could never see our faces. Like we worked through yeah. social media sometimes. Of course. And okay. we were always working from home in some kind of a mysterious way. And we would <laughs> have loved to like to explain our things hey, so like, from, I think, the, like the monks in the old days you know was the work yeah. you know like the monastery when nobody saw them <laughs> same kind of thing okay yeah, I, I think after that many years we thought it was time to like get out there and be there to explain everything and put our faces out and our, our bodies out so I think we started looking in 2019 and it was we started looking actually in the areas we knew the best, which was maybe Santa Croce, San Paolo and Dorsoduro, because we always lived around there. Mm -hmm. Actually, also like getting around the city and looking for not rent like shops which was closed, try to understand the rent stuff. Yeah. It was really scary. Yep. At the beginning. And yep. so I didn't like got like precise idea. Of course, if you think about the main paths for tourists, yeah. like why well, you know it's gonna be so expensive. Fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we had a few like bad experiences of like being really interested in one shop and then gave it to someone else or something mm, like this. And yeah, then okay. We stopped during COVID our search. Actually, for once, we also looked for spaces in Mestre because it was okay. cheaper, but not like to have a shop, but also to have like a office storage. And yeah, whatever. yeah, some, some kind of base where you could go and work as well instead of working from home. Yeah, of yes. course. And but then we had the luck actually after like being deluded for a few times, like when some shops didn't we didn't get yeah. it and stuff, we were like a bit depressed for a while. And mm -hmm. We thought maybe the best thing to do is we live here for a long time, and Venice is made like this mm -hmm. it's mouth to mouth. So we yeah. started telling everybody we knew yeah. we're looking for a shop. If you know anything, let us know. And mm -hmm. like that, our shop came out. Wow. I think it, it's a good way also that how Venice works. It's so, actually a small town. Yeah, where 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 are where so are you based like, then? We are based in Salizzada San Canzian, which is in Canareggio, but on it's in between Canareggio, San Marco and Castello. It's yeah, I think like, you have the last a little bit of yeah. Canareggio, aren't you? Yes, it's the last bit and also connected to Castello from San Giovanni mm -hmm. Paolo on and also we're like a few bridges away from Rialto Bridge mm -hmm. and just at the end of Strada Nuova. So it's yeah. an interesting location, actually. And it's good because I think lots of people pass by every day. It's also on the way to Fondamente Nove, so where people yeah. go to take the 
boats to the islands mm-hmm. and it's not in the main path so it's not that crowded and one thing i really love about the neighborhood it's actually uh it's lived by venetians mm. it has venetians services and shops like there's yeah. a bakery there's a fruit shop there's a everything you could need is like actually are a you, are you, are you are you near mondo divino are you yes yeah okay yes i love i love that place i love all of that area you are right it's actually one of the few places left in venice that i think is still uh it, it feels a bit like castello in a way still very you know yeah. as you say with a lot of little shops i mean i know that maybe there are a couple of souvenir shops but for the rest uh, it's all uh, venetian shops i know you're right on yes. that really lovely and you and you are right you're like two minutes from rialto walker you know it's so easy yeah it's perfect like it we got it by chance kind of but it's a perfect location and it was like we felt this thing of being in an actual venetian neighborhood when we opened the shop and the neighbors came to congrats oh that's so nice congrats and be like we're happy you open and it felt amazing well because you know shops like yours elevate the uh the whole area in a way i keep repeating you know people like you you know artisans uh people that open all those kind of shops in the city are the people that we should valorize that we should talk about above all if you're young people even more so uh and that's who uh, you know the city authority should concentrate on when they're promoting uh, you know the city uh but well, that's another story i'm, I'm getting a bit <laughs> political on this but well, then people know yes. how I, people know how i feel about this okay gosh i'm so happy i got to talk to you i got to thank my client that came with my tour and suggested <laughs> and you yes, know who you are you, if you're listening you know who you are <laughs> um so what's the next project for studio sour then are you gonna go and do something really big have you got anything planned what's going on i think right now of, um, of course there's many like since we opened the shop the production of, of drawings which is our mm-hmm. main activity got a little bit slow, slow down a little bit yeah. because it's two of us and managing a space like this takes time of course so i hope what is going to be next it's going to be next lots of new products and books and we do this analysis on the city there's a collection of books we do that we would love to like get it going a little bit Mm -hmm. more we're working on a book book about demolished churches of venice so all the churches that disappear it's nice so i hope we're going to be publishing it soon and i think also like getting also this is like telling you the the other side of the job like getting more organized having another space to like mm. work with storage because for now we have like 15 square meters Ooh. and that's it so yeah, we need okay, a little yeah. more yeah, like, to grow a little bit and i think we're also going to be working on other cities we love venice we will nice. still working with venice but i think other cities are coming okay and you you're going to have to change the name then instead of studio so you're gonna have to st- call it studio porchetta or something like that <laughs> according to I where, think, which I city was... you're going to <laughs> yeah 
Oh, I no, think Saur is gonna stick with us. For oh a while. no, it's a beautiful name. I got to say, I love it. I think you've uh, uh, you Thank picked you. Uh, you know all the names, but you know as I repeat, you're young, so I I can see you're there. I mean, uh, it's just a totally way of thinking. I mean, I just love your energy. I, I love chatting to you. It was so I'm so happy, and I just hope uh, there's more and more people like you guys are opening. I know there is. Uh, I, I've um, during the last uh, Salone dell'Artigianato, I met a couple of uh, uh, people that are young as well. That are, gonna open soon i think in december in venice doing different things so it's nice yeah. to see you know young people coming back to the city and i just hope you get the support that you need because uh, it's so Thank important you. because uh, you know uh, economically you you need to survive like everybody else and you know if you can get some exposure of any kind of sort that uh, i know that helps uh it was beautiful talking to you christina thank you so much for giving me your time because I know you're very busy. And you so this much. was your lunch no, as well. I'm really, really, I think, but that's okay. It's a pleasure. And thank you so much for letting us tell you the story. We're really happy. I'm, I'm speaking also on behalf of my business partner for Ruth. So thank you very I, much. I, I got that. Thank you so much. And I'm definitely going to stop by next time I come down that area. Sure. Speak to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Forgot the most wait. important thing. Oh, no. Where do the people can... Yeah. Give me the website and your social media. Sorry, my God, I was forgetting. Yes, most, so most important. It's super easy. Social media, it's at Studio Saor, S-T-U-D-I-O-S-A-O-R. And same for the website, studiosaor.com. Perfect. That's fantastic. Thank you so Thank much. You. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Christina, for the lovely chat as usual. And you can find Studio Saor at www.studiosaor.com and on all social medias at Studio Saor. Thank you again for listening. If you want to book a food tour or a cooking experience with me, you can find me on my blog, www.monicacesarato.com or at cookingvenice.com and also on all social medias with the handle at Monica Cesarato and at cookingvenice. Feel free to leave a comment or write to info at monicacesarato.com for more information about the people featuring the podcast or Venice. Bye-bye! Sentire Media Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentiri Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.